Photo Mum, a weekly show from an award-winning business owner, sharing business advice and experiences. The raw, the real, and in some cases, damn right dirty. In business, it's not about what you deserve, it's about what you believe. Believe in yourself and the rest will fall in line. Photo Mum. Exciting! I finally have you here. Uh, 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 uh. So, we are rolling. Red lights mean good things. So, we will do the... I'll do these in order um, that we have them. I may not edit them in, in that order, or I may. Okay. See how I feel? When I missed yeah. him. Just I deliberately don't read the questions. Oh. Yeah. I like that. I like to have an air of authenticity about me. Well, I'm I'm down with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um yeah. there are some guests that do prefer because they yeah. don't like to be put on yeah. the spot. But I think because you're such a pro at this Well, we'll see. Because this is not your first <laughs> not, rodeo. It's not my first rodeo, no. no. So you've you've done this a number mm. of times. Mm. So yeah. Mm. Interesting. So welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, thank you for coming down. So who are you and what do you do? Mm. So my name is Gemma Fairclough Haynes and I do a number of things. So what I'm most known for is Orchard Employment Law, yep. which is my business that just celebrated a seven year business birthday. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Yeah, and she's also a singer. So yeah, I also do sing. Do, I sing, <laughs> sing gospel music. I'm also a speaker, trainer and the area lead for the Federation of Small Business amongst other things yes yeah. you have lots of balls to juggle yeah i drop them often though that's something that i'm quite often to tell people because <laughs> people go how do you juggle? I'm like, i just drop them just, and just, pick, just pick them back yeah, up no one notices yeah. if, if you're just doing that nobody yeah. notices i'm serious because mm. i am in awe seriously oh. i watch what you do i've watched your journey i've known you for gosh probably about that time about that time yeah because i i kind of yeah it's probably about six almost seven years yeah because I came into the networking about that time and you were new just into business. I'd had my business a couple of years, yeah. but only just started networking. Mm. Yeah. So about goodness. that time. Yeah. We're OGs now, apparently. Are we? Uh, yeah, we're old, older ones. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get to past five, five years, years yeah. you're old in business, <laughs> yeah. which is, is a good place to be, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice. And I've loved watching your journey and, and your team has grown, mm. you know, so it's not because it was just you. Just myself. Yeah, for yeah. a while. And then you've just now morphed into four, well, there's four of you. Four of us, yeah. yes. I mean, it's just amazing. It's exciting. In such a short time as well. It, yeah, I guess so. Sometimes it doesn't feel short no, though. No, but it has been. But it, I guess it has, So yeah. a big pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> pat, 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 pat. Well done. Awesome. So yeah, lots of things. So you do, uh, yeah. And I, I find you very um inspirational you every time i hear or speak to anybody about you they always say how motivated they are after speaking to you Uh so you know you do give people that kick up the backside yeah i do like that (laughs) that's a a good thing to have said about you isn't it yes and very lovely accommodating helpful and lots of other words as well now i've just described how other people describe you but in no more than 10 words how would you describe yourself Okay, so fun, not at all boring. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> fun, energetic, mm-hmm. sincere, loving, mm-hmm. um, motivated, mm-hmm. uh, excitable, very chaotic. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> um, what other th- things would I say about myself? 
uh, I'd term friend, approachable. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I don't want to say visionary, but I can see people's vision, if you know what I mean. Like I, you, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can see yeah. people's vision yeah. and empathetic. Very. Yes, I agree with all of those and much, much, mm-hmm. much, much more. Cool. Okay. So moving on from beefing ourselves up, mm. when you were younger, what did you want to be when you grew up? Okay, so this is funny because I wanted to be either a lawyer or a singer. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I couldn't really decide which, which one. Um, my mum was very much like, go the academic route because she's, you know, yeah. that was guaranteed income. And I was like, I just want to sing and perform and sing and sing and sing. My whole life my is whole a musical. Life is, yeah, my, and it literally is. I'm in the shop and I break into song. I'm in the car and I break into song. So, um, you know, I'm fortunate enough that I get to still practice employment law and I still get to sing. Yeah, so you do yeah, both. So both. both boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What did you want to be? Well, so initially, well, there was two things. Okay. So the first thing I really wanted to be is I wanted to be an actress. I wanted to be in film, TV. Uh, I had an okay singing voice. I wouldn't say I'm a great singer. So singing was never, you know, I did used to sing, in, you know, with the, you know, the, uh, the hairbrush. Hairbrush. <laughs> the hairbrush. We, we've all done that on Exa- the bed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jumping up and down, yeah. pretending to not Madonna and whoever. So yeah, so I've been there. But um, no, I wanted to be a cartoonist. Oh, that's what I wanted to be. So I used to love Tony Hart and Morph. Yeah. And I didn't know, obviously, back in the day that Morph was stop motion. And it wasn't until later on in life when I'm into photography, videography. Mm. So, oh, stop motion. This is great. Mm-hmm. That was Morph, you know. Wow. So Yeah. So it's quite interesting. That I used to watch that and love that when I was younger. And now I kind of do a bit of that now. So there we go. <laughs> so, yeah, I wanted to be an artist. So I kind of am creative. I wouldn't say I'm an artist. Mm. But obviously what I do in some aspects of my work is, is in the creative field. So, But for 17 years, I worked in law. Yeah, that's so, not that creative. Well, no. depends on who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It depends on what, what trying to spin for yeah. your case and stuff. But, mm. you know, so it can be. Mm. Creative with the truth. Yes. And nothing but the <laughs> truth. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's interesting how we kind of loop right around. But, yes, it's great that you've been able to tick both boxes. So, hmm. Now, this one has been a quite an interesting question. Okay. So just a you know any animal rights activists out there, this is a hypothetical question. Okay, so let's not write in. If you were given an elephant, you can't give it away or sell it. What would you do with said elephant? Ooh. So I think, and it's probably not possible, but I feel like the way elephants use their trunks with the water, they could be good for some irrigation and sustainability thing. Oh my God, this is excellent. (laughs) And I'm sure I could train an elephant to water my flowers and my artificial grass. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. My artificial garden. That's, that's what I think. Or put out fires. Or put out fires. Yeah. yeah. Play to your strengths. I think all about playing to your strengths. Mm, there's some layers in that one. Mm. Well, I think if I was to have, if I was to give prizes for the best answer for that one, <laughs> that win. Definitely, you definitely <laughs> won that. That was awesome. <laughs> Loving that. So anybody that knows me and has listened along so far on this podcast will know that I love superheroes, all thing superheroes. Uh, it doesn't matter which camp, DC or Marvel. But speaking about superheroes, if you were to have a su- two superhero powers, what would they be and why? 
So one would be to invis- be invisible at times. Mm-hmm. I think there's so much you can see and pick up and know when people don't know you're there. <laughs> what would you do? I don't know. I just would be there. I would be. I would probably try and be like a poltergeist and move things and just freak. That would be quite funny. Freak people out. <laughs> yeah. But in a nice way. And as soon as I found out, figured out that they were kind of getting freaked out, I'd, I'd just you'd reveal yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah. yeah. And then the second thing would be speed. Like, because there's so many things I always want to do. So if I could just jet about super quick. Well, you do jet about super quick. I've just been hearing about your week and you've been internationally all over the place. Yeah, but if I could do that in half the time, that'd be great. <laughs> if, we, if we could turn a six-hour flight. She's an international businesswoman <laughs> and she's just come back from where have you been? Dubai. Dubai. So yeah. you have already are jet-setting and... Yeah, but that. I want to pull it closer. So <laughs> if the UAE could just be two hours away rather than six or seven... <laughs> I'm not asking there would for much. Be no stopping you. Seriously. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine if you had that? You'd be all over the shop. Already, or more than what Even you already more, are. Yeah. So. Okay, gifts. What was the last gift you gave somebody? Okay, so it's my husband's birthday today. So happy I just, birthday. Happy birthday, Bjorn. So I just gave him um, a Don't game. Mind, this is this is airing out like two weeks time. So yes, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I gave him a game because he's a big gamer. Xbox. I was appalled actually. Can we talk oh. about the fact that this is a non-gift? Right. Because all you get is a code. So <laughs> I like to gift people things, you know, <laughs> tangible. He kind of opened the card and was like, oh, oh nice. uh, these numbers and letters. And I was like, oh, it's the code for the game you wanted. Like, yes. Yeah, but for me, I, I like I, the I'm tangible. I like yeah. something so vouchers to hold. can be good, but I'm the same as you. I like to give a gift. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah. the world now, isn't it? It is yeah, and same with my daughter. She's talk. It's her birthday soon. Yeah, happy birthday, Thea. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. uh, this will be again after her birthday, mm-hmm. and she's the same. Oh, can you just give me some road books? Yeah, <sighs> it's not the same, is it's it? It's Not the same because you can't look back at those in. Oh, do you remember when time. you were nine and what present I got you? Oh, yeah, road books. <laughs> road books. I don't know. What road it's bu- road I don't know. It's road blocks, but it's road books. I don't know. I can't keep up. Feeling old. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling old. What is the best thing about being your own boss? There are so, so many things. The best, best thing is knowing that it can go anywhere. Like no, no two days are the same. When you're your yes. own boss, no two days are the same. It's flexibility. So if I want to wake up a bit later, I can, provided I don't have meetings. <laughs> um, it's exciting to knowing that you are in charge you're in control of what happens next yes but also scary oh it's petrifying also yeah. like they're literally opposites aren't they yeah yeah so sometimes it can you can i don't know i wouldn't quite say imposter syndrome but i think sometimes there are situations that pop up and you go oh hang on a minute mm. how am i feeling I, and i think i'm talking more about when you expand mm. and you start taking on those bigger clients and those those bigger jobs and uh, and and big opportunities and you kind of go oh have I got this, it, it, I got yeah, this? in in every way like when I took on my first employee mm. sort of four and a half years ago I remember um, you yeah, know calling a mutual friend of ours Lisa Settle and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was just like can, can I come to the office and see you and she, and she, and she was like yeah I sat down she's like what's wrong I was like I'm gonna take someone on yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. funny I give that advice all the time and it, then it, myself it's yeah it's different for yourself isn't it yeah I, and I, I wouldn't say it's a, a maybe I probably still suffer with it a little bit delegating stuff mm. and it's not that I don't trust the other person it's probably more that I kind of just have issues <laughs> with delegating yeah um but I've learned to step back from that so 
if James is listening, I'm hope he's nodding. Going, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's getting better. I've still got a long way to go, but uh, but it's hard, isn't it? Um, it was hard, and now I'm just like, here, have it. Yeah, I don't have to do <laughs> that this, anymore. Why don't you do this? But initially, and it took me a long time, like a, a few years, to mm. overcome that giving things away. But it, with time, seeing that actually I couldn't do all the things I do without the people around me. Mm. That's the truth. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's having good people around you. Yeah. And once you're comfortable that you've given, a, and obviously it's all about communication, isn't it? Mm. So you have to be very clear when you communicate tasks and things mm. that everybody's on the same page. Yeah, and, and that's hard, especially when you go from um, working on your own for yeah, however long. you've got your own workflow. You've got your own workflow. A lot of it's in your head. Yeah. So you're like, well, how, you know, where would they find that information? Mm. That inf- and, and then you think, well, if you have to come to me, I might as well do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll do it the way I want to do it. So And now I've got to spend five hours just decluttering my brain and typing yeah. up every single procedure for everything. But it's the best thing. But once it's done, yeah, those yeah. systems and processes, and then you just get them to do their own stuff. You know, by the way, it's time for you to do your own workflow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great. Okay. So yeah, it's good. It's Love good. that. Love mm-hmm. that. So what advice would you give to anybody listening that's, well, it's twofold, really. Anybody coming into business, you know, going from that employee, mm-hmm. you know, scary, oh, fed up with working for somebody else and I want to work for myself. What, knowing what you know now, what is your top tip, bit of advice? Um, knowing what I know now is that it takes longer than you think. Mm. That's That would be the advice. You know, anytime you think this is going to take this long, just, just double it. I and that's, hate that though. That's not a bad thing though, but I think if I knew, because I'm a bit, well, a lot impatient. <laughs> Same. So if I had and known. And I like to prove people wrong. Yeah. Like, no, I will make a five million pound profit in the first two years. Of course years. you will. Yeah. <laughs> this time next year, Rodney, be a millionaire. <laughs> Show it our age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think for me, if I had known, it was the anxiousness around, um, I guess other people may have had it easier than me, but it took me six months to get my first client, and that was quite an anxious yeah. time, not having any other income. Oh, but if someone had said right to me, decision, "That's yeah. about right," I'd have been like, "Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so yeah." Double it, maybe treble it, yeah, whatever you expect. Like, oh, okay. And then you know, yeah. at least if you do it sooner, fine. But then I just didn't have the anxiousness around. Yeah. You know, I'm just doing everything wrong. Yeah, and I, and and you, you mentioned obviously Lisa, who's a, a mutual friend of both of us, mm. and I think it's good, isn't it, to kind of seek support and help from other people oh, 1000% never, I mean that, never that, think you yeah. can do it all yourself and just lean on other people like, yeah. don't reinvent the wheel mm. and you know it's great especially when you're in business because you're on your own a lot of the time mm. even if you've got a team you're the only person that can make certain decisions and it's it's your your business your baby but you need people around you that you can trust absolutely but you also need to be careful about who you take advice from because that's another thing isn't it oh god yeah like you know your I've aunt a couple of those. your grandma your brother yeah. might not be I mean they might love you but they're just if they don't know mm. nodding dog syndrome yes, yeah. yes Trina, you will make a million pound in the first yeah. two years okay, yeah, fine. yeah they might not know no. so. yeah exactly and, and Kieran just nods at me now he's like mm. yeah whatever and I go oh, I'm not talking to you I'm going to go and talk to somebody that's interested yeah. <laughs> yeah. that knows what they're talking about yeah. But yeah, no, so a good not. network is, yeah. is essential mm. networking is key I yeah. find definitely and I've met some amazing people from networking that I now call friends, yeah, same. which is great. Yeah. Um, you know, people that I like, I like to hang around with, mm-hmm. and and that's what it's all about. Isn't it? Like mm-hmm. you said, it could be quite lonely coming into business, yeah. And if you can get out networking, surround yourself with like-minded people, mm-hmm. then they'll feel like colleagues, even if they're in the same genre of work. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, know? that's a good thing. You mm-hmm. know, I'm it's part of this other group where someone 
they're starting out and you know what do what do I do if I want to take a week's holiday find someone else to to, exactly to do it for you just you know share yeah and and never be afraid to work in collaboration with other Mm. people working in the same industry as you because seriously guys you're not competition and there's plenty of bloody work to go around yeah you know you don't need to worry about that yeah at all no okay this next question we've got quite we did get into a bit of a debate with my last guest on this question. No, it was a good one. It, okay. wasn't, it wasn't like a disagreement. Because um, I think this, anybody that does colour analysis probably will, you know, p- tear this question apart. Um, favourite colour and why? So it shouldn't be a surprise, but my favourite colour is purple. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Hence why the brand is purple. But you'd be surprised because there are some people that have a particular colour for their brand yeah. and forever wearing that colour. And don't and like the colour. actually their favourite colour. Yeah. I, I just went for what I liked. People go, oh, that's interesting. Mm. You must be really creative. And, <laughs> and I go, yeah, uh, that's, yeah. that's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just love it. I think it's a, it's a particular purple. It's not every purple. No. It's quite a bold purple that I like. I think it kind of represents a bit of me. It's yeah. a bit girly. It's the it's same colour of my strong. kitchen. Cabinets. Is it? Yeah. Oh, mm. Brilliant. Did you did you, did you put that color in? Yeah, because I love Gemma so much yeah. that I just wanted. My, I wanted to, when I was cooking. You were thinking orchard, yeah, orchard, orchard, all the time. No, actually, we had the kitchen before New Year's. So. Oh. <laughs> well, whoever had the kitchen beforehand was just fabulous. <laughs> yes, so that was yeah. Okay, so that's your favorite. Yeah, okay, and but also, see for me, I have different color preferences depending on what it is. So if I'm to be wearing the colour, it wouldn't be the same as maybe a colour that I would paint on my walls. So that's true, because although yeah. I love purple and it's my favourite colour, mm-hmm. I don't think it's the best colour for me no. and for my skin tone. I think I look rather dazzling in red, if I must I, say I, I so agree. myself. I agree, I've seen you in red, yeah. So and I I've also seen red. you in a really nice blue before blue yes like yeah. a royal blue yes and i liked you in that. yeah so yeah. i like those too but they're not my favorite colors they're just my favorite colors to wear Wear exactly mm. so yeah so my, my one of my favorite colors is is purple as well mm. so it's more of a mauvey purple um and orange oh i love orange but i look awful wearing both colors because oh. <laughs> of my skin tone <laughs> it's awful so my favorite colors to wear would be kind of more um dark reds mm. I can get away with that because of my dark hair mm. yeah, that's more my thing we've talked about this a bit more we have to touch upon this a little bit about top tips but is there anything that you wanted to kind of if somebody was listening and they were thinking about going into your genre of business is there any anything different to your top tips of just generalization yes so because I get I mean we we take on work experience students every year and I, and I get letters and I get emails mm. and I get but, you know, people come up to me and go, I, I want to work in law. What, what what do I need to study? What do I need to do? <laughs> yeah. The first thing I always say in terms of what do you need to study, if, if that's what you're thinking, is just do something you enjoy. I think if you enjoy something, you'll be good at it yeah. or you'll be better at it because you'll be able to put yeah, more into it. You'll be more passionate and stuff. Yeah. That's the first thing. But secondly, from a more practical point of view, is anything English-based and history-based is really good because you need. we do, uh, a, lot of, we do a lot of writing. Yes, and yeah, and mm. our speaking is an art, you see, how it you phrase good. things, phrase so that's quite important but in terms of going into business mm. for, with um from a legal or even hr standpoint i think it's important to be yourself 
Mm. For me, when I and I, I say this about myself, when we started, when I started, because it was me that started, it wasn't a we then, <laughs> seven years ago, I wanted very much to be like my ex-employer, really corporate kind of you know right the suits it's funny when you look back at pictures because yeah. I'm wearing that you know that two-piece suit and yeah that I saw kind your of show reel <laughs> yeah it's, it's funny isn't thing. it and I'm and just looking at the change, changes like, yeah and how I'm reading the auto yeah, cue and, and you see more as, as the years have gone on you can see the difference in you and I I advise anybody to do exactly what Gemma's done do a yearly video mm. and then keep that and then watch each year like a bit like a diary really. yeah and then, yeah, mm. it's a bit cringe, but it's also, no. but it's also really good because you're like, it's oh, your journey. but it's also really good to see how you've grown. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So that's really good tips. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Um, I think for me, just in general, coming to business, I think it's so hard to. You, I think when you're working for an employer, you have one particular role, or they mm. may throw lots of different things on you. But it's very clear what you need to, what skill set you need going into that role in the first place. Mm. And I think what people aren't always prepared for going self-employed or setting up their own business is all the things that you need to know that you don't know you need to know. Mm. So it's that, yes, I need to have a little bit of HR, even though it's myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I need to have good accountancy skills. I need marketing skills. Mm. I need all of the, I mean, the list goes on of all the hats that you need to Mm. have on when even as a sole trader mm-hmm. and I think people underestimate that aspect of going into business oh my goodness yes and it takes and even though I've got stuff I'm still doing mm. multiple things the hardest thing for me was marketing when, yeah uh, initially because I'd never done it yeah, because you never needed to I, I never needed to do it no. and understanding my value so that's a big one that isn't was it? a big it's, one it's uh, people do and I and being in the creative world as well and I've said this on the last show uh, they don't know their worth and the creatives are the worst mm. because it's, like you said about having tangible things sometimes the jobs that I do and it may be a little bit with yours really you can't really quantify that and say mm. oh that's equals that and blah 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 blah. it's more about time mm-hmm. so once you've realised what your overheads are and then work out how much your hourly rate should be mm. well, if you want to charge a million pound an hour then mm. good luck you know if you're just starting out yeah. you might get that you know great mm. but you might work one hour a year or one hour every 10 years you know what I mean but it's 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 putting that in oh it's hard it's and it and it's it's even more than that I think Katrina because there's that well it took me this amount of time to do it mm. or to explain it to you but actually that's years of training, or training mm. knowledge knowledge like even Fucking if you've up. just come into business <laughs> yeah even if you've yeah. just come into business today everything yeah. you've done up until this point yeah. has gotten you to where you are yeah and I, I see at the time with photographers they say oh I'm just building my portfolio I'm just doing this I'm just doing that and it really does um it does undermine the mm. work that I think that we do or anybody does if they're kind of doing that stuff but I get that they need to get their portfolio together but just say, well, I'm going to do it half price yeah. or I'm doing it this. or So, yeah, so I see that all the time. And I just think, oh, God, no, because how are you then going to start charging if, yeah. you know, you, you just don't know your worth? And so this is a, another thing. It's about perceived value. So I always tell this story. When I first started, and, you know, I think yeah. we met at Women in Business, didn't we? Yes. And we uh, at Women in Business, then there was about eight of us. And one of my challenges was I was doing a workshop because someone said, you should do a workshop because that's how, you know, a good way of getting clients. Mm-hmm. And I put out this workshop for... Um, I think I was charging like £50 per space on okay. this workshop. Not a single 
person booked and I was devastated. I'd put it on Facebook, I'd put it on Twitter. Not that I really had many connections, but <laughs> yeah, I felt I yeah. felt like I had a lot of connections. And someone said to me, Do you know what I think? I think you should um I think you should charge more. And I was like, Well, if no one's buying it at, at this price what are they? Well, <laughs> yeah. So I put it back out at two hundred and fifty pounds. That's crazy. Sold out. Yeah, it sounds, isn't it? Because it's perceived values and then yeah. someone said like, you know, if if you, someone said he could have this bar of gold for a pound, no mm. one would believe that it was a bar of gold. No, yeah, it, it's so true, and and it's the same in, in yeah in most genres, isn't it? Doesn't matter what business you're in, mm. that applies to everything. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of things in business is that throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing mm. what does stick. Yeah, once you've got that nugget, you now know yeah. going forward, this is what your your price point is. It is yeah. So yeah, well and then not that. forgetting. So because I was saying in my my video, one of the things I'm, we're not so good at is I go, oh that really worked. Now let's try this. Now <laughs> let's try. No, oh, oh hold on a minute. We were doing something that worked before. <laughs> <laughs> having to go back to Ooh, that thing. Oh this that is shiny. I'm going to go and do this <laughs> yeah, over here. Exactly. Forget what worked over here? But I'm going to do this because it's shiny and blah blah blah. Down the road's doing it, so yeah. I'm going to do it. It, it might work for blah 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 but like yeah. you said you've just forgotten what, what works bread and yeah. just there yeah mm. you to get distracted yeah it things. is yeah. and i think with with and like you said marketing is the biggest it's the hardest thing to kind of nut to crack because it does change and evolve very quickly you know mm. social media is evolving literally every five minutes what you think is on trend over mm. here in well, pandemic showed that mm. didn't it there was apps and things that were literally just you know, people couldn't get enough of. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see if those things carry yeah. forward. Like I cancelled my Strava app. Never had it. So I went on the whole, Ooh, oh, I'm going to do my walk walking. for yeah. an hour because the government said I can go out for an hour. So mm. I'm going to walk every day for an hour because I'm allowed. Mm. And I downloaded the app, paid the money. And I was like, don't need that now. I still, I'm going on the treadmill now. Mm. You know, I do, I've got a treadmill. So I did the treadmill and I try and go out for walks, but I always forgot to put it on. Mm. So I'm like, oh, come up for renewal you know you get your notification renew mm. nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. move on move on hmm i like this one this question if you were an animal what type of animal would you be and why i would be a butterfly See, i was thinking you'd say something soft, soft. or yes yeah. elegant yeah because I think we all go through that cocoon phase. Okay. Yeah. And forever transforming, but also beautiful and also able to just flit through the skies. Love that. That would be my thing. Yeah. I think it'd be quite cool to be a butterfly. Yeah. And the vibrant colours. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, spread your wings and fly. Yeah. And that could also help the whole superhero. If you didn't get the superhero powers. Yeah. You could fly. Everywhere. I could just fly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that. Mm-hmm. So we go through different milestones in our lives and I find that there's one particular age that I think people overlook and that's that becoming a teenager, that 13-year-old self. Mm. That's a very difficult time. Um, lots of changes, a lot of aspirations, yeah. lots of people saying, oh, you know, you're mm. 13, you know, that unlucky number. Teenage years. What, if you could go back... What advice would you give yourself? So I, I had quite a tumultuous thirteen-year-old. <laughs> that was quite it was quite difficult. Um, I moved at that age. I moved from the Midlands to Kent, wow. and my whole world literally just shook. I went from 
you know, being quite popular in school, having all of my, I've got a really large extended family. My grandma lived down the road. Yeah. I used to go there every weekend, sometimes after school. I've got hundreds of cousins, quite literally, mm. you know, in my palm of my hand kind of thing. And then moving to Kent, which culturally, physically, mm. um, linguistically, no one understood what I said because I said donut. <laughs> and they'd be like, what did she say? I'd go, well, can I have a glass of pop? And everyone would be like, what is pop? Like, it's a fizzy drink, you know. Just, it was so, wow. so difficult. I just thought my world had ended. And I, I just thought that, and it, you know, I, as I say, I oh, almost want to have crime. tears in my eyes. But um, I think, you know, it's, it's knowing that it would be okay. Yeah. And and that move, hopefully my mum doesn't listen to this because I don't want to tell her she was right. <laughs> but that move no. helped to shape me for being able to um, adapt and evolve for all of the changes in life that you're going to have. Yeah, and I, I think we forget as parents when we make decisions about moving or, or whatever, mm. taking kids out of school, swapping schools, we forget how resilient kids actually are. Mm. And, and um, I can relate to what you're saying about that whole world feeling like it's been flipped yeah um and at the time you think god this is this it great mm. thanks mum yeah. yeah i can imagine the conversations you <laughs> oh, had yeah. with several mom. ones like i just i'm moody in my room you hate me <laughs> <laughs> how could you do this oh, but it's true yeah. and it does give you that resilience and mm. if things need to change you're not so scared about it yeah yeah because i when i was younger we moved around a bit my family of ex um forces so mm. i was kind of used to that and going to new school and then and meeting new people and I I, I that helped I think mm. especially when it comes to social situations because you're so used to just going oh hi I'm the new yeah. person and blah, blah, blah. Mm. so oh yeah cool yeah. oh I'm sorry about that but I'm glad you've That's come okay. out of I've it. come through it the other side <laughs> yeah okay mm. food I know you're a bit of a foodie I'm a foodie yeah yeah I'm a bit of a foodie <laughs> we've just had some really nice food delicious Oh, yes, mm-hmm. you should always start a podcasting with, uh, um, <laughs> recording with that food in your belly, mm. which I will link the details below. What food item would you be and why? What food would I be? Mm. Oh, goodness. That's a tricky one. Um, I mean, can you ever have too much cake? No. I'd be cake then. Cake. So, <laughs> but what type of cake? What would be your genre of cake? Hmm. So I don't really like cakes with fruits in it. Okay. But like just a good sponge. Like, you know, the Mr. Kipling. Yeah. The or ones Victoria with the... Sponge. Oh, Victoria Sponge. No, the ones, the white ones with the pink... Um, oh, the Batten... Was it Batten- Not Battenbergs. The French... Not French fancies. Oh. Yeah, they've got like the white icing and it's yes, got like a pink squiggle on it. Mm. And you bite into them and it's like... Mm, <laughs> you do a little dance, you know? <laughs> the cakes that make dance. you do a little dance as you eat them. Make another cake. Yeah, we're dance night. Oh, fat tonight. <laughs> yeah, probably cake. Yeah, mm. I like that. I think I'd I'd just be chocolate. I love chocolate as well. Yeah, mm. but the problem, see, the thing is, I'm the reason why I say chocolate is because I'm actually really a savoury person, and I think if I was to have savoury all the time, I would just be like massive. Oh, really? So Do you I like, like choc- cheeses and yeah. crisps and things? Yeah, Doritos. If yeah. you were to give me. A Santa Christmas sack full of Doritos, I'd be happy for the rest of my life. Really? <laughs> Just give me that. So I think the reason why I say chocolate is, mm. you know, sometimes you can be too much, Obviously. just a little bit, yeah. you know, and it's a treat. Uh, no, I could eat chocolate all day long. <laughs> yeah. I don't really have that problem. <laughs> yeah. no. Doritos, yeah. I, seriously, I would literally, if you gave me a bar of chocolate, I'd go, oh, Doritos. Yeah. Mm. It's weird, isn't it? Mm. Weird, weird, weird. 
I'm sure my dentist is happy with that. So. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe not because he wants more money out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so holiday, you, you're an international businesswoman. You mm-hmm. go on holidays, you go jet setting, even without your superhero powers around the world. Well, it's your superhero powers that actually get you around. Get me there. So, yeah, <laughs> it's just, she's already ticked that box already, people. So you're going abroad on holiday. What item could you not live without? And don't be boring and say, oh, passport. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Suitcase. Um, so what I really struggle with is the shoes. I'm like, well, what shoes? If, if anyone knows me, they know I love a shoe. <laughs> I had a whole conversation on last week's podcast about shoes and the last guest talked about flip-flops. Yeah. Yeah. So yours would be... No, I need a nice pair of heels. Heels. Yeah. Mm. At least one pair. I mean, I know you can't walk in them all the time, but yeah, I try. Yeah. I can't wear heels anymore. Can you not? No. Since Out my back practice. injury. Oh. Uh... No. Well, both. Mm. Yeah. So I... So after my back injury, I could wear heels for a very short time. Yeah. Maybe half an hour, an hour. Uh, apparently it's called those kind of shoes are called taxi shoes oh oh, I have some of those the, the, you, you know, just wear them to the, the taxi, taxi. Yeah, I never knew this saying yeah uh, or dinner shoes mm. so you know you literally just and you've got to make this sure you get a quite thing. yeah I it's a thing yeah, yeah. I, have, I have a few pairs of those too so yeah taxi shoes but I think even normal heels are now taxi, taxi shoes, shoes for me. Yeah. but they're not actually because yeah so pandemic mm. not going out not doing mm. anything not dressing up tried on a pair of heels Literally could not even put my foot in it and bear weight. That's oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I'm glad that didn't happen to me. Gemma, I've got a whole drawer of really expensive... What size are you? Six. Oh, it's no good. You're, bigger sh- you're a smaller shoe than me. Yeah, four. So mm. I'm going to have to gift them. I'm going to have to mm. charity shop them because some of them are very good condition. Yeah. <sighs> That's so devastating, Flats isn't it? for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can get nice flats. Well, I think I can get kitten heels I can just mm. about... But it's like, oh yeah. my god! You can get nice flats. It's not so. the point. But it's not the point when you have love. your beautiful, your beautiful shoes oh, there. Oh, I used to love, mm-hmm. yeah. But also, but, oh, well, I used to do a lot of running. If you look at me now, mm. it's like really you used to <laughs> run, Katrina. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm not lying. There's evidence I did. And I, what, the only problem was when I was in the height of my marathon training, when I used to wear heels, my calf muscles would just stick ah. right out, look like brains <laughs> on the side of my legs. It wasn't quite attractive, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did used to run marathons, people. Not run to go and eat a marathon, but <laughs> just run marathons. They're called Snickers now, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, dear. So we know a little bit about you. Talking a, a little bit about you. Is there anything that people, that you want to share with the world that they don't know about you? So what people don't, and obviously some people know. What people don't know about me is I'm actually quite shy. Mm. And nobody believes me. But I am. So I So can... you're a bit like a Beyonce. Yeah. So she has it was what's well, her Sasha, Sasha Fierce. Sasha. Mine hasn't got a name, but I should really name it. I think she should. Yeah. We'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> um But maybe but... we should we should put a, a question on the podcast. <laughs> what should my alter what should... ego be? <laughs> right, I'm gonna write this down. What should Gemma's alter ego, ego be? be? Okay, yeah. go on. Go. Um yep. so you know, I I can do the social thing and I do love it's not that I don't like people, I do like people, <laughs> but I really love my alone time. My favourite thing to do is to spend time in silence. <laughs> my sister's always like, don't tell people that. <laughs> but she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just having just 20 minutes of silence. Yeah. No TV, no radio, just just me and my thoughts. So I'm down with you. So yeah. I, I go walkabout. Mm. So I do my, and I haven't put Strava on. I do my walkabout. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll just, some days the walkabout will be longer than others. 
and I have my phone on me just in case something happens to yeah. me when I'm uh, out and about. But I just don't want to talk to people. Or just mm-hmm. yeah, I may not have a thought in my head, or may not think I have a thought in my head. But I just want that. I don't want people around me right now. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's important to spend time with yourself. I think we, so. We especially, I love my own company. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think exactly. I mean, and it's just as well I do. So I've got yeah. stuck with me all day. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But I think, like, as a you know, because I'm I'm a mom, and you know, and people are always constantly all, yeah. wanting you, isn't it? It's yeah. that. And it's not a horrible thing because obviously we want to be wanted. Of course. of course we do. But it does drain you a bit, doesn't mm. it? And yeah. like you said, you just need that. I don't want to hear the word mum mm. <laughs> or anything. Or anything else. For the next time. You just need to hour. recharge. Yeah. So that's, that's probably the thing people don't see with me. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah. And you're right. People need to take that time out more. And I think that's another thing people don't do is they spend so much time mm. stressing about building a business or trying to get that marketing Mm. golden uh, you know the advert that just goes viral or whatever mm-hmm. people forget to take that time out and i think yeah. if you take that time out then the ideas the things should come yeah without you forcing it it's quite annoying though because sometimes i'm like no brain sh- be quiet Stop it. this is my time <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> okay fine i'll get my notebook so <laughs> right down is that it alter ego or split personality i'm not sure not what sure. we're going down here <laughs> not sure. yeah. but yeah, yeah. No, i'm with you on that one it yeah. can be can be hard it's like just shut off oh, yeah. shut up <laughs> so being an entrepreneur i i'm quite intrigued actually as to what you have in your bag, in your handbag. So this is a question that I've been asking people. Their everyday carry bag. What is in your bag? Everything. Everything's in my bag. For them. Okay, so I always have pens. Mm-hmm. Always have hairbands. <laughs> I don't know why. Like I don't a, know why. Yeah, black hole of... <laughs> yeah. Mine just... Yeah, I've got... Clear. I'll have my keys in there. I have my... Obviously my cards. Usual stuff. Yeah. Papers, receipts... Um, business cards, mirror, lipstick, mm-hmm. hairbrush. <laughs> I mean, anything. So um, safety pin, needle and thread. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Safety pin, needle and thread. Yeah, everything's in my handbag. I haven't got a handbag with me today, but if I had my handbag, everything is in there. And that, and that's why I don't really change my handbag because it's just hard work yeah, to change really the bag. I do that thing, like um, I put a bag in a bag. <laughs> if I've got to change the bag, I'll, I will just go inside that bag. That way everything's in there. Yeah, so I've got yeah, I've got a big bag, and I put my yeah. laptop in that, everything in that, and then like yeah. you, I've got a small bag, which is my yeah. just it's not a handbag, but it's kind of like one. Yeah. yeah. What's in your bag? So, well, obviously, being a photographer, <laughs> yeah. I always carry. So my day bag, as in not going on a job bag, is I always have my Osmo pockets. What's an Osmo? Pocket? So Osmo's pockets is Osmo is a DJI uh, brand, and uh, it's a mini camera oh i saw that when you yes. did kimura's thing yes oh yes that's fantastic yes so the osmo pocket is a little gadget that fits in your pocket it's tiny it's a 4k resolution camera and video does video the audio is not great on it but you know for everyday use it's fine and it's on a gimbal mm. so you can run with it you can do and it, it's smooth footage yeah yeah so that's in my bag all the time charged ready to go mm. catching the action wherever i am yeah um obviously phone business mm-hmm. cards money so the business cards thing did you find after lockdown that you didn't have any on you because I, I initially went out with that i went to a networking event and someone was like have oh, your business no. card and i was like oh well i re- I, I didn't rebrand but i because ch- i've moved studios mm-hmm. i had to order 
some new business cards because of change of business address. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I did change over mine. Oh, you, you were good. Yeah. Only because it just happened to be coincidental. Mm. Yeah. So they arrived and I thought, oh, I'll put them in my bag. Mm. And then the world opened up again. Yeah. So just timing, mm. not because I'm brilliant. Um, I do actually carry a first aid kit with me. Do you? Yeah. Because I've learned having children, yeah, especially Bronson. So between the two of us with my little... We'll be sorted. Yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don't know. First, it's only mm. a tiny little one. Mm. And then I've got a big one in my car. Have you? Yeah. Wow. Big one in my car. Yeah, I don't have one at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Sometimes I even forget my inhaler. That's how bad my first aid thing is. My first aid Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, mm. that's vital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we are at the the main point of the podcast, and this is the sixty second, was well, elevator pitch. It's mm. very Americanized, isn't it? Lift pitch, yeah. <laughs> sixty second pitch. So if you've ever done networking, it's uh, sixty seconds talking about your business. Um, I suppose to promoting yourself and maybe asking for a referral or what you're looking for is the general mm-hmm. thing, isn't it? Sixty seconds. When you go networking, there are some that are really strict on it mm-hmm. and others that are a bit looser on it. And then 60 seconds turns into three <laughs> minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and some people, 10 minutes. It's like, oh my God, there's no control. It's just <laughs> gone out of control, people. But general, it's known as 60 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a challenge. And your challenge is to do your pitch in less than or 60 seconds or less. Okay. Now... We currently have Natalie at position one, Beverly position two, Nick at position three. So no pressure. You'll be at position four because you're four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> fine. <laughs> so you're the fourth guest. Mm-hmm. So um, the other thing, speaking of ums, we always do a lot of ums and ahs. So each um and ah, you get a mark, a second deducted. Okay. Okay. The last guest that we had on kept giggling every time she went, um, ah, <laughs> which added to that. But yeah. Are you ready? I am. Okay, Gemma, your time starts now. Hello, my name is Gemma Fairclough-Haynes and I'm the owner, founder and CEO of Orchard Employment Law. We provide clear, uncomplicated advice and support for all businesses who need support with their employment law or HR. That can be anything from tribunal representations, ad hoc advice, documents or anything else that you need. So to get in contact with us, visit www.orchardemploymentlaw.co.uk. Wow. I mean, I don't know if I should give points for the quickest, most succinct. <laughs> there was no coming up for air. No. That was very good. But you've kind of undone yourself there. Oh. Because you were the quickest. Oh, no, it's not I close know, enough. It's not close enough. Oh. Gemma. How quick? Very quick. So I don't know if I should have some sort of extra prize. I feel like you should. You should. How quick was it? Well, it was 26 seconds. Oh. 22, 21. Yeah. Woman. Concise. So although, I'd be proud of that pitch though. Yeah. So maybe I should do, have... We need another category. We do need another category. I think maybe I should do, and I can't do it till the end, can I really? No. The best one. My light's just gone there. Oh. That was a good time. Timing. up. Time to go. <laughs> time the lights have gone off in the, in the, in the den, people. <laughs> yeah. Kicking us out. <laughs> well done. Thank you. My goodness. I'm, I'm blown away by that. That was so succinct. I'm like, right, I need to... 
I need that woman in my life. <laughs> that, was, that was just like, whoa. Excellent, well done. No, seriously, thank you very much for coming in today. I've really appreciated it. I've loved the answers. I think I knew you well enough before. Mm. Definitely know you more now. So well, with the sandwiches and stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very mm, much, yes. Katrina. It's we won't fun. be talking over buffets in the future, will we? So how yeah. can people get hold of you? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Gemma Fairhay. It's J-E-M-M-A-F-A-I-R-H-A-Y. Find me on LinkedIn, Gemma Fairclough Haynes, or visit the website, which is www.orchardemploymentlaw.co.uk. Thank you. I will put all of those information (laughs) and details below. But thank you so much for coming in. It's been an absolute pleasure. Keep being awesome, inspirational, motivational. All the 10 words that you've described yourself, totally agree with you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. Thank you for lending us your ears. Be sure to subscribe and look out for the next episode. We're also on YouTube. If you dare to look at our faces, that is. Well, nothing left to say other than ciao for now. Oh, it's not finished yet. Um, Okay, try again. And ciao for now. Nope. Right, uh, wait, wait. Ciao for now. Nailed it.